Uncanny Valley. Un 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 Welcome to the Uncanny Valley Remastered, Episode 11. I am your host, Spiroglyphics, a.k.a. Tom Shaw. Joining me, we got Derek Holberg. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Carlos Benitez. Hey, how you doing, everyone? And uh, we're still without Chris this week. He's, uh, he's, he's been moving back, moving back from Colorado, back to New York. He hit so, the Oregon uh, Trail to New York, so he's coming back soon. Thankfully, no dysentery. <laughs> no broken axles. He might be fording a river right now. We don't know. <laughs> Never did finish that game. Never did it. Nah. Is no. it possible? Can you even finish that game? I don't think so, right? I think dysentery is like RNG, right? Like, I don't think you can... Like, it'll always happen to someone in your crew. Dysentery? The, yeah. Or dis, yeah, dysentery. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I didn't want to be the one that could... <laughs> Correct them. No, English <laughs> is my second language, guys. <laughs> right, right, right. That's you can just say back. explosive diarrhea, too, which is gross, I know. But, yeah, I think that's what dysentery is. It's not a good way to die. No, no definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, shitting yourself. Like, uh, tell my family I love them. <laughs> and you're gone. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, how most people died back then. Yeah. You just, I mean, yeah. Terrible death. <laughs> yeah. You, get, you dehydrate and just... At the so ripe old age of 32. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Well, that was exactly, that was the ripe old age back then. They were yep. like, damn, he was 32? Wow. He lived the full life. Old. He got married at 11. life. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All I never right. did finish uh, Oregon Trail, though. I don't know. I don't know they have a new has. one on mobile now, if I you, think. If you have, uh, just tweet us or something. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully uh, Chris will be with us next week. Um, so, this week, just us three again, and, um, we just had the, uh, Nintendo Direct a couple hours ago, so, sure uh, figured we, uh, kick off the show talking about that, and, um, I think what we'll do here is, um, I'll go first, I'm just gonna point out some things that interested me, rather than just going through everything point by point, and then, uh, if there's something else you guys wanna bring up to talk about, you can do that. Sure. Um, so yeah, there's a... I'm a big RPG guy, and there's a handful of RPGs showing up here. Um, a couple of cool things. We've got uh, some, a return of uh, some PlayStation 1-era uh, Square RPGs com- coming back here. Uh, Legend of Mana HD announced. Um, and that one uh, is also coming to other platforms. So that's good for me, because I enjoy playing video games on uh, <laughs> platforms that are not the Switch. If I have any choice in the matter. Oh, <laughs> um, oh. Um, yeah, and um, I never played Legend of Mana back in the day, but um, I do have a lot of love for that for that era. That's that's the the main era of like RPGs that I grew up playing, and uh, so yeah, that might be a good opportunity to pick that one up. Um, have any of you guys played Mana Mana games before? Yeah, like. Uh... I played Secret of Mana back in the day. I think I played like the fan translation of Trials of Mana. That was until, the one I was thinking. Yeah, of, which one didn't release? I wasn't sure. This was the one that didn't release. It in was the US? Trials. Yeah, because like, that was, was the okay. one that came out as part of the collection, like 
a year, maybe two years ago. It was like during the summer. I bought it. And then they did the HD remake for it for PS4. But uh, Secret of Mana was amazing, you know, back in the day. Uh, and, like, the collection has the original Game Boy Legend of Mana. I didn't play you know, I haven't tried it at all. But I'm really surprised they did a remake for it at all. Because, like, the first remake for Secret of Mana was terrible. And then uh, Trials of Mana was actually pretty good. Like, they put in the effort to make it a good game. But Legend of Mana, I think they remade on, uh, like, iOS and Android. But mm-hmm. it didn't really... I didn't... I don't think anyone got the idea that they would remake it again, you know? Because it's just like, we already did it. What's the point to go back? But, hey, I guess they want to do it, so I'm all for it. It looks cool. Um, it, yeah. You know, I, I have, like I said, I have no... That series I've never really played at all. Um, but I know, talking to you, you just played the other one recently. When did that other one release? It released kind of recently, didn't it? Uh, the remake came out, I want to say... Well, the remake was awful, I remember you saying. And yeah. I was like, should I play this? And you were like, no. I'll yeah, yeah. Stay away like, from it. It's, yeah, they like, tried to do some pseudo, like, 3D kind of thing with it, right? Yeah, so, like, uh, the sort... Uh, sorry. Secret of Man, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, that was the bad remake. So, I was like, terrible. It was very low effort. Uh, glitched and bugged up a lot. Voice okay. acting was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Trials of Mana is the one they put the actual work that into. That was the recent one. Yeah, yeah that, that came out. pretty good. Yeah, that came out in, I think, May? Might have been the same month as uh, as Remake, but I can't remember. And then they did an actual collection with the originals, like, the summer before that. So I want to say that was, like, 2019. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd say to try it out, get the collection. Cause it's, it yeah, really it's good. something I could definitely see myself dipping my toes into. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, and... Uh... Man, the Mana series in general is just one that I've never really gotten into for, for whatever reason. Um, not that, <clears throat> not that I'm not uh, interested or just just never got around to it. But yeah. uh, I think I'm more um, interested to try this one out just because it is that PS1 era, and uh, I don't know. Actually, I like the look of those games, and I think we talked about that a couple yeah. couple weeks ago, and. Uh, so yeah, maybe I might might check that one out. Um, I also got um, another PS One uh, Square RPG uh, coming back around in uh, Saga Frontier, which is uh, another one that I didn't play back in the day, but um, uh, another good opportunity to check it out. Um, I'm I'm guessing neither of you have played a Saga. Frontier I, I have no idea. I, it intrigued yeah. me when I saw it. Um, it looks like a sort of science fiction-y uh, yeah. Final Fantasy t- type of thing. Yeah, um, like, I've heard yeah. of it. I've seen it. It, it. It's like you said. It's it's one of those games, the one of those series that I just never played. Yeah. Are there it's, multiple it's from sagas? That, like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it, this is, like, one of those games from, like, that era of Square games where they just were putting out, like, a new RPG, like, every other month. And uh, there's, you know, there's a ton of them. And uh, Saga Frontier is one of them. I miss those days. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Remember Vagrant nowadays, Story? Though, you know. Vag- Vagrant Story is another one that I never really got into for, for whatever reason. But uh, I've played it a couple times. It's I, I want to give it more of a chance, but I, I kind of understand why people like it. It's it's definitely different for Square for for that era. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, we also got. Um, Announcement of a new game from the uh, developers of Octopath Traveler, uh, Project Triangle Strategy. Um, <laughs> not the most uh, inventive title. 
<laughs> Sick name. It gets right to the point of the game. All right? Whoa! It <laughs> hints. Yeah. It hints at the lore and the story. Bro, there were three. There's persons. iron and salt, and it's the salt iron war. All right. And there's also <laughs> blood. So there's three. Two, two, two. <laughs> It looks okay. I, we'll talk about it later. We both played a little bit of the demo, and uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. I All thought right, so. Too. Yeah, this is uh, looks like it's heavily Final Fantasy Tactics inspired. Absolutely. Also, Tactics Ogre. Yep. Um, it looks really cool. Um, it's got that same sort of visual style that we saw in Octopath. Yeah. Um, I have not had a chance to try out the demo yet. Um, I am am pretty excited. Based on what I've seen from the trailer, just the, the vibe I'm getting from it and the tone that the the game seems to be taking, like a rather serious tone, political stuff. Um, yeah, you'll, uh, if you'll I could, see when you play it, it acts, the tone is very serious. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I could go on like a, a semi-little rant here. Go ahead. I think it's... Um, rant right. away, baby. Okay. Um, you know, like we were talking about last week, how we... You know, we're really the, we would love a new Final Fantasy Tactics game. Yeah, and this is Square Enix um, putting out a game that's heavily inspired by that, yeah. heavily inspired by Tactics Ogre. Square Enix owns both of those franchises. These are Square Enix IPs. <laughs> so I, I just why stop short of just making it a Final Fantasy Tactics game? Why yeah. not just make a Tactics Ogre? Why not just make a Final Fantasy Tactics? Like, why um, making knockoffs of your own games? It's just, yeah. it's weird to me. Um, I, th- I think that's why they call it working title and why they're giving us a demo to try out. Because, like, admittedly, to make it a Final Fantasy Tactics game, you have to, like, rename a lot of things. I know they have a year, and you don't really have to change the mechanics. You just have to, like, change the translation or the words or whatever. You just need to add chocobos yeah. and summons. And you just good. have to call, you have to just call it Evil Ice. If you call it Evil Ice, boom, it's Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see them so doing. Yeah. I think if because uh, they said they're going to listen to change the name of the, well, it, well, it, Final Fantasy. It's a working title though. It's not a set uh, name. But they said was it Octopath a working title too? And then they just called it that. I yes. Don't know, was it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like Project Octopath, Octopath and they just called it Octopath. They dropped yeah, the project. Yeah. So. <laughs> they were like, all right, here's the name, guys. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I agree with Tom where I think it's kind of insane that you're – if this was an indie developer, like if this was Yacht Club Games and they're saying, we're making a tactics-inspired game, and it's like, wow, this is a lot like Final Fantasy Tactics, but you, obviously they can't call it that. That makes a lot of sense. When it's Square doing that, it's kind of weird because slapping Final Fantasy Tactics on it, even if it was a bad game, would make it sell a lot. Having a good guess, game and called yeah. that, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but maybe I mean, they if just... you are confident in this development team, yeah, uh, why not put the you know put your back into it, and, like put your full support behind yeah. it. This is a new Final Fantasy <laughs> Tactics, like why not? Yeah, I like, mean, I'm sure maybe it's like, like the they, expectations or something. Oh, that's I guess they they don't want to set like, the expectations don't want to that set high. The, like, this is a yeah. ta- Final Fantasy Tactics games, and everybody's yeah immediately like. Yeah. Oh well, if this sucks, then they're never going to try it again. Maybe yeah. this is like a test the waters kind of thing. I almost feel I've like... seen spiritual successor thrown around on Twitter and stuff, yeah. but you know, I kind of feel like maybe it's just they don't want they don't want the name or excuse me they don't want the game to succeed on name alone. Maybe maybe they want to feel like hey, we can make a new IP, we can do this whole thing. We don't have to rely on the Final Fantasy or the Tactics brand. And, like, part of me 
wants to respect that. Like, you know, some creators are tired of just making the same thing all the time, making the same games all the time. But at the other point to that, we only have like three tactics games. You know, tactics hasn't doesn't have this whole giant decades worth of like games behind it. It's just PS one and Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and, we haven't had a, a tactics an official tactics game in I mean, over a decade, maybe maybe twelve years, fifteen years, something like that. It sounds time. about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they I know the director of tactics, uh, the Evil East creator Matsuno. He's he's available. Yeah, <laughs> they they worked with him on um, some content for Final Fantasy fourteen. They did some Evil East stuff. They yeah. they called him up like, hey, let's do this, and they did it. Uh, I'm sure they could get Sky on board if yeah. they're making this game. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, they could they could called up uh, Sakamoto, the composer for the original games, got him on board. I mean, these are all things that they could absolutely have done. Yeah. So it's just it's, it's a little weird to me. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I'm not going to argue against it. It's just what yes. would you? Let's say they don't go with a tactics uh, ogre or Final Fantasy tactics name. What do you think? Based off of Octopath's like uh, expectations or what they did with that name, what do you think they would call this game? So right now it's what Project uh, Triangle. <laughs> it's Triangle Strategy. I mean, there's no reason. To... <laughs> Just yeah. the Triangle game. Like, How about there's no reason to believe that they're gonna go they're call it gonna... anything else because no. they yeah in their strat the fall of Glen Glenbrook. <laughs> the fall of Glen Glenbrook yeah. sounds like a like a city in California. I, I think that's the name of the city, right? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, not sure. Okay. Anyway, rant, rant over. Uh, I'm excited it's for okay. the game. It looks cool. <laughs> it, it's cool. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, definitely the standout game of the direct for me. Yeah. Um, I have the demo downloaded. Have not had a chance to try it yet. But uh, yeah, it's coming uh, slated for for sometime next year. So uh, still have a, a ways to go for that, but uh, yeah, that's still something a, to look forward to. Cool announcement. Um, <clears throat> that's really it for me um, from the direct. Uh, I don't know if there's some other things you guys want to touch on. Uh, I just want to. I think uh, no more heroes looks good. I never have touched that series, but I, I just something about it appeals to me. Uh, it looks like it's what Carlos. I know you've played it a little bit. Um, yeah. It's somewhat of like a hack and slashy kind of game. Yeah, it's kind of dumb, like fun. Yeah, it's like uh, one part like hack and slash, one part boss rush because uh, it doesn't take itself seriously. You know, it's Suda Fifty Two where they're just kind of over the top. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It looks fun. Yeah, it's I, I wouldn't call it like a meta game exactly because like it's goofy. It knows what it is, but it's not like that. Whoa, we doing this kind of thing. It's just a guy who's like a weeb who just wants to be the best assassin. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I think <laughs> I think the appeal to the game, at least back on the Wii, was just that it was like this mature title, like rated M. The main character looks like Johnny Knoxville, and he's just like saying the f word. And but the boss battles were like really fun and intense, and like the characters were like actually pretty interesting. Um. I guess it's kind of hard to put to words exactly what's appealing to it because in comparison to other, like, action game, action-adventure games or, like, hack-and-slash, it's extremely lacking. Like, if you've, like, ranked it against, like, Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, it doesn't even Yeah, it close. doesn't stand up to, like, stuff like that, but it still yeah. just seems like good fun, though. Yeah. Or, you I, know, it's, like you said, it's not 
as polished as those titles. Like, yeah, not many games can hold up to Devil May Cry like five and stuff like that. It was really kind of perfect. But yeah, I'd call it a weird arcadey hack and slash where it's okay. Just, it's fun. You're there to run in, take out little, uh, you know, take out mooks. The bosses have like their interesting fights to them. Like they're not really straightforward. Where it's just like la la la. You have to like pay attention, and like the story's dumb, but can be deep at times. As okay. stupid as that sounds, like uh, when it wants to be serious, it's good at being serious, but it's not serious most of the time. So cool. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Mario Golf. Like I'll play that, but uh, I mean I won't. I liked it on the Game Boy Color. I thought yeah, it was fun. I mean, I used to play that back in the day. Um, yeah, it looks cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, nothing really. Just that, um, you know, uh, the triangle game for me, too. Triangle strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the triangle game. And Skyward Sword. I mean, I have ne- I've never played I just, uh, I see people just being like, oh, it's the worst one. But you say, I you, have, you think differently, you like to Carlos. Yeah, I, I think differently. Like, uh, I, I guess, like, if you don't have anything to, like, say more about the Direct, I'll talk about it in my part of the Direct, if you're good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, going through it, like, Pyra and Smash was an interesting choice, because I thought they were going to do a, like, Xeno Chronicles three for like a second because that was like a solid. I thought it was like DLC or something. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was what it was going to be, and it's like, oh nope, she's in Smash. I'm like, all right, and because I made the joke, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's going to be another anime sword boy in the uh, game, and it's just nope, anime, anime sword, sword girl. girl. They are being very progressive. Good on you, Nintendo. Uh, I, I I don't really give a lot of attention to when it comes to like um, what you call it. Uh, smash bros fighters anymore like i like the game i don't really buy the characters they're fun i'm sure people who play it have a great time it's just i put it in play for a couple minutes with someone else and that's about it but it's it's an interesting character choice it's definitely not someone i would have thought uh i think tom covered all the rpgs i wanted to get into but um going into uh, i think i don't know i think i added a decent amount while we were talking about it if i'm being honest um skyward sword i'm glad it's getting an hd port to be honest uh i feel like the game gets a lot of hate and not for the right reasons like uh, let me start off by saying this i don't like the price point 60 dollars for an it's hd 60 port. bucks i didn't it's see 60, that yeah. oh it's 60 dollars they confirmed it's 60 dollars 40 dollars max i that's I'll, rough I'll, yeah. I'll be honest like walking into this direct i was expecting like uh hd collection like okay Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, and then Skyward Sword HD. Put them together for 60 bucks. That was my expectation because, honestly, Wind Waker and Twilight HD are just dead on the Wii U, and that just seems like such a waste, but uh, I'll probably end up buying it on launch anyways, but whatever. Like, Skyward Sword is that weird bridge between old Zelda and, you know, new Zelda with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It keeps most of the conventions from old zelda like the dungeon style the lore the characters the movesets but you know introduces things like the stamina system the more open side quests and things like that the thing that i feel like people didn't give it a chance with was the motion controls yeah it's actually pretty good if you have the better motion controls so like i don't think a lot of people remember is that nintendo did the wii motion plus so this was like the upgraded wiimote you know, this made the waggle control, like, actual true motion, like, control, and it's actually pretty good. And 
I think when people hear motion controls, they think they need to stand up and like slash all over the place. And it's like, no, just sit in your chair. You can just and sit, yeah. It's just wrist movements. It's nowhere near as awkward or as cumbersome as they make it sound. And it's actually a pretty good game because of it, because it makes you stop, think, react to how you're supposed to do things. Was it? I mean, Twilight Princess was uh, it was motion controls too, though, wasn't it? it? it but was, not as much as this. It I was, but like it was at the beginning of the Wii's life. Skyward okay. Sword was at the end. So with the beginning of the Wii, it really was just like blah 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 waggle controls. With Skyward Sword, I don't want to say finesse, but it did. It required a little bit more. It was like, a little. It yeah. was definitely more impressive because like almost everything that was combat related was um, Wii motion control related. But I think the biggest problem was that this is where Nintendo started that whole thing where like they treat the player like a baby. Yeah, so that's like, what I was gonna say. Uh, I get a lot, or you know, I see a lot is like uh, it's overtly like handholdy and like it doesn't yeah. let you figure things out on your own. Yeah, as um, as somebody who's only played uh, Wind Waker, um, Wind Waker's extremely handholdy as well. This is worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's the problem is is like uh, well, you know what? I'll give you a great example. Anytime <clears throat> you pick something up, it will have to stop the game to tell you that. Not when it's new, every single time. It's like, hey, you picked up a, a bug jewel. Cool. Yeah, this is your 4,000th one. Like, and it has to stop the game to tell you to do that. Yeah. And it points you in the right direction of everything. Everything is extremely linear. This came out like you know at a time where games were just... Does it point you like a waypoint, or it just tells you straight up, like, go here and do this? You know, I want to say it's both, because um, you know, Legend of Zelda games in general do tell you where to go. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to go do this, but it doesn't just, like, I don't know, rab your face into it, like, hey, yeah, go yeah. over up into that mountain or yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, to the point where it's, like, making you feel, like, you know, like a kid or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and, and it gets a little bit repetitive. You know how they kind of hate where you have to go back or uh, backtrack in certain levels? yeah. It, it makes you do that a lot, which is, like, very frustrating. Yeah. Like, the um, crafting system, it's very basic, so it's nowhere near as good as, like, Breath of the Wild. And I'd say story-wise, it's actually pretty good, because it's, it's at the beginning. You know, you have someone who isn't Ganondorf. Uh, he's a pretty interesting boss fight. Uh, mainly because, like, during the final battle, like, this is probably the only time it doesn't hold your hand. Where, when you're fighting him, like, he throws these sword beams at you or whatever. But it <laughs> turns out, if you point your sword up, you can catch the thunder and throw it back at him. So it's one of those few times where you have to, like, use your brain to, like, think about it. So, I, like, I like the... Um, that's cool. I like the villain. I like the boss. I think that's the problem with this game is, like, people are put off by the motion controls, which isn't a problem this time because... Well, now, yeah, they got rid of them, so... Yeah, you don't have to Well, oh, that they, they did the option where you can turn them on and off. So. Yeah, I think I might still use it. It's it's fine. And I think that's just it. It's just... It's a, it's a by-the-books Zelda game with some really good stuff. But just a little too handholdy, and that's it. Yeah. So, like, if, like you said, Tom, if uh, Wind Waker held your hand a little too much, this one held it even harder. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. I, <laughs> like, Wind Waker, Wind Waker crazy you're like in enough. a dungeon, and yeah. like you, you go, you like go through a door, and the camera will like pan over, like here, here's the next door you need to go. Yeah. <laughs> It's I, like I said, I like it. I've never hated this game as much as other people do. I understand why people dislike it, but I'm I think not gonna... people just pile on. You know, it becomes that like group mentality thing. Of, yeah, like, people are like, oh, let's all. But yeah, you 
But like I said, if if Tom but found sixty dollars, got to no, be no, like, I don't know if I want to try. I don't know why they're doing that because like looking at the trailer, it definitely looks like it's uh, sixty FPS, and yeah, the visuals look great, but. 40 bucks max. Like, you can't do that. You can't do 60 for a game that's like 10 years but old. But you're going to buy it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Very consistent for Nintendo fans. Whoa. <laughs> they just, you know, well, I, know. I don't like it, but I'm going to buy it anyway. Well, I'm not a good I'm person, saying. Tom. I try my best. <laughs> I'm just saying. But other than that, uh, I don't know. I don't think there was anything else that really spoke to me during the Nintendo yeah, Direct. Really. Like, I like Splatoon 3, but I barely played Splatoon 2, so it's like, eh, it's probably fun. It's a good game. It's just, I don't think, I'd never really, not my thing. Yeah. If, if I had to say this much, uh, I, maybe this is a good segue for it. Would you say it was a good or a bad Nintendo Direct? Were you disappointed or were you okay with that? I was fine with that. I give it, like, you know, it, it was fine. I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have much stake in it. I mean, I had some stuff that I was hoping they would show, but... Other than that, like, you know, they showed some cool stuff, so it was fine. I mean, for me, I had no expectations whatsoever. Yeah, so I just the like... fact that uh, we got anything out of it, you know, Triangle Strategy, you know, that's a good direct for me, I guess. I think just to say, like, it had a bunch of solid stuff, but it didn't have that, like, holy shit moment, which, you know, whatever. Not, right, everything, yeah. not everything is going to have that, so. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would have loved to see Bayonetta 3 here. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that they still didn't show it. Who knows if, if that game... I wrote game... something on Twitter. It was like they, they, showed, they showed the wrong three. Uh, and, you know, supposed to be three instead yeah. of three. So. I mean, for <laughs> me, I'd say I enjoyed it overall. As yeah. like a, you know, hardcore Nintendo fan, I kind of... <laughs> I'm good with my expectations. I know exactly what to expect. I know what Nintendo is like. I'm someone who doesn't really get his hopes too high. I think the biggest disappointment for me is probably just the lack of Bayonetta. Because it's like, this is this feels like a Metroid situation. I feel like they announced it too early before they had a plan. But at least with Metroid, they said, hey, the game isn't really good. It's really bad. We're going to start over with the guys who did the yeah. last ones. Which is like, yikes. But at the same time, at least they're honest about it. Bayonetta sure. just feels like it's being held hostage by someone. And they just don't want to say anything. Because like, I think Kamiya was like, Oh, we can't talk about it. And it just feels to me like Nintendo's like, yeah, you know, it's, this doesn't look good. But well, he recently said that uh, it would be better if we forgot about uh, Bayonetta 3 for a while. So Thanks. we'll be excited when they do start talking about it again. Oh, my God. It's so, not a good uh, sign. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, I mean, I like Astral Chain. I mean, I'm glad they made that in the meantime, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, what was his last project coming in? The remake, remaster of Wonderful 101, maybe? Yeah, that's it. And that before that, it. just the normal version of that game. Yeah. <laughs> because he was working on Scalebound, and that got canceled. That got canceled, And too, yeah. that's it. He hasn't released a, a project since that. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> but uh, that, that dude blocked me on Twitter, so... <laughs> you used naughty language. That's a badge of honor. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't know what I did. <laughs> He had a crowd well, playing goal he, to get bought. Uh, that's why he blocks him. people, right? They no, he blocks them. people for, for whatever reason he, he feels. He doesn't care. For any yeah, reason, he, can block, he blocks people. Yeah. <laughs> if he thinks you're annoying in any way, he blocks you. But that's what I mean. So that, I, don't, I don't know what I did. But that's a stretch goal on the uh, Kickstarter for uh, Wonderful 101. It's like, hey, donate $60. I'll block you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
He knew the meme. Yeah. He just like, screw it. This Tom yeah, guy, yeah. I'm going to make him uh, Twitter famous. He blocked. <laughs> well, we should add him on it. Twitter and just see if he <laughs> responds to the Uncanny Valley. He's just going to block us. <laughs> He's going to block us, yeah. Dude, Eventually. our engagement's going to go up through the roof. <laughs> uh, we also got a uh, Ninja Gaiden uh, remaster oh, trilogy yeah. well, how out of there. That? that sounds awesome, too. Um, I'm not really uh, interested in that. Um, I've never really got into the Ninja Gaiden games. I've tried multiple times. Uh, they're not really for me. But, uh, yep, yeah, that, that was also in the direct... And um, I'm guessing that's also coming to other platforms, right? Yeah, I think they announced yeah, that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it for the Direct, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, we do have some uh, some other news this week that I guess we'll get into now. Um, we did have a uh, an announcement for the uh, sequel to the Sonic movie coming out next year, next April. It was successful, um, right? So they had to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you guys see the Sonic movie? I didn't I did. see. It. I didn't see it at all. Okay. That's pretty it was good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was much better than I was expecting it to be. I think that's what it, the the whole consensus was that people yeah. were like, "Wow, this doesn't really blow." Like, it's actually pretty good. Better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So, they nailed it. <laughs> oh god. Can't speak to that one. It's not a good movie. I, have you seen that movie, <laughs> Annihilation? Never seen it. Is that the old one? Did that's you see the, the? That's the one after, like the. It was a straight to DVD, I think. Right. Ah, no. uh, I think it came out in theaters. So, like, there's the first Mortal Kombat, and there's the second Annihilation. Still has the same characters, or at least two of them. You know, Robin Chow and the chick who plays Katana. And then everything else is terrible. It's, it's just awful. Yeah. Sounds I saw good. the first one in theaters. And so I own that VHS. I, I like that movie. That's a, a that's a fun movie. That's a fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, let's come on now. <laughs> it is. I love that movie. I think it's... it held the title for best uh, video game movie until maybe Detective Pikachu, and then I guess now Sonic, which it's not a high bar to go over, but it's something. I don't know. I, I didn't see Detective Pikachu either. So. I thought it was I started okay. watching it the other day. That was actually pretty good. Um, just what they did with like the uh, the CG and the Pokemon work, just making them look like a little realistic. It's kind of creepy, but like I don't know, it works pretty good. Yeah, it's and one of those. The writing is solid too. It wasn't too cheesy or anything. Yeah. I think the movie is. Uh... It, it's a better movie if you're a Pokemon fan. I'll put it like that way. Yeah. It's, otherwise, it's just like your generic family-friendly movie, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they kind of ate the beginning of the cartoon a little bit with the Mewtwo stuff. It, it well, I mean, they did, but that's from the games too. So it's, it's from the game. Okay, it's yeah. still the same Makes Pokemon sense. lore. Yeah. All right. We also got our Joel and Ellie for the uh, Last of Us HBO series. Um, Pedro Pascal, who's a the very good, very good actor. So yeah. Was in Game of Thrones. He was uh, one of my favorite characters in Game of Thrones. I think he was. Uh, he came in right at like the height of Game of Thrones season yeah. four. That's that's when that show peaked. As soon as he left the show, it started to go downhill. He's yeah. got his head crushed. Yeah. What? Spoilers. Oh. oh, sorry, guys. You're five you years late. haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. But uh, I don't know. He seems like a, a fine choice for Joel. Yeah, I think he'll do um, a good job. I think he's okay. And we also got uh, Bella Ramsey as Ellie, and she's also from Game of Thrones. Um, 
She was Loyana Mormont. Yeah. Um, yep. That badass little girl. I don't know how to feel about this one just because that was a very small role. I'm kind of um, on the same yeah. like boat as you. Like I feel yeah. like she worked in small bites. You know, it's like she said this, she was cool. But that's the problem. She had these like really short stints to like show her acting chops and I get it she's very young so it's like I'm not expecting like Oscar worthy things. And I think she's actually the same age as Ellie is supposed to be in the first game so it's it kind of works. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I'd put her as questionable. It's like I don't expect like a 30-year-old to play Ellie in the live action version. So someone the same age makes a lot of sense. And because they're from like the same series I guess they can work off each other. They don't have a scene together, so this is like a really hard thing to think. I think the whole series yeah. for me is just yeah. a question mark. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. The, I guess totally yeah. a question mark. Yeah. 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 I just haven't seen enough of her acting skills to to know whether she would be a good Ellie or not. Yeah. Um, I think depending on the writing, like you know, she played right that tough kind of uh, character, tough uh, female character in Game of Thrones. I guess that's kind of what Ellie is too. So maybe. Might fit, you know. Yeah, I don't. She's got a, she's got that thick accent in the show as well. That she uses. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. So yeah, but that's shaping up. Um, more more movie news. Um, Jack Black is going to be claptrap in the Borderlands movie. Um, I still don't care about the <laughs> What are you talking about? You sound so excited about it. You're still not sold, man? That's gonna be Jack Black, dude. He Jack has to wait till uh, The Black. Rock is confirmed as Brick. Yeah, then right. We got it. We nailed it. <laughs> the Rock. It's coming soon. Definitely. Chris Pratt is Handsome Jack. He shows up in the after credit oh, scene. No. <laughs> I don't know where the budget for this movie is coming from. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, I don't know is... either. Who's producing this? I think it's like Paramount or something. So they got somebody is like very from. confident in the, yeah. the Borderlands franchise. They took a look at the script. They were like, "It's gonna it's, be pretty good." <laughs> get Randy get Kevin Hart on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't get it. But um, all right. They have a release date for this movie? I don't even. Is no. it supposed to come out next year or something? No, I don't. Th- no, there's no way because they haven't started filming yet. Obviously, so yeah, in 2023, maybe. Here's what would get me excited if Jack Black as Claptrap is not like he's. It's not Claptrap is not CG. Just Jack Black is live action Claptrap. Like okay. in a suit, or he's just like. Or he's just a human. I don't know. Or he's like, he's a human now. <laughs> He could be he's in like painted. a cardboard box or something. <laughs> Just like his ass a budget trap. Hollywood film, bro. He's going to have him in a fucking refrigerator box or something. Listen, shit. listen. I'm just, I'm just right, yeah, telling yeah. you what would I'll, get me excited. Will, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, no more movie news. Movie news is over. <laughs> um, we got a release date for have highly anticipated new. PlayStation exclusive Ratchet and Clank Rift so Apart good. releasing June 11th. So uh, I guess that still qualifies as the launch window if you want to do that. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, June 11th. I'm looking forward to that. Um, that looks very good. Does look good. Yes. Uh, is uh, releasing at 70 bucks. So. What are you going to do? You know, I mean... I'll wait on it. The quality looks like it's there, so... 
uh, you know, not worried. Yeah, I think I will be there on day one for this one. Um, and yeah, looks really cool. Um, I mean, I like the game. I feel like it should have just came out a little earlier, but it happens. You got to spread out your releases, right? They might not have been ready yet, so. Yeah, I kind of like, um, I don't know, dip in and out of this franchise. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a lot of history with it either. Yeah, I really like the uh, the last game on PS4. That game's excellent. Um, Yeah, that was good. It's kind of it's kind of funny that uh, the movie that that game was tied to is just terrible. But, I forgot it existed, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I, me too. But like, because they were making that movie is why they decided to make the game, and the game turned out to be excellent. So, yeah. Um, I also like the uh, the last one they did for PS3 uh, into the Nexus, which was supposed to be like the final Ratchet and Clank at the time, and. Uh, that one was really good, and then, um, I don't know, I never really got into much of the, I never got into the PS2 ones, um, so yeah. It just looks like, right, like it's going to use the full power of the PS5, just the jumping from worlds, I think that's what's getting me really excited, it looks like it's just very, going to take seamless. advantage of that super, yeah, fast SSD and be seamless like that, which yes. is going to be cool. Yes. And it just looks gorgeous, too. It looks like a friggin' CG movie or something. But, uh, yeah, looks cool. All right, we also got um, some Epic Game Store, Epic Game Store exclusives <laughs> coming to PC, uh, Kingdom Hearts. I'm assuming it's going to be the, the full Kingdom Hearts collection. Yeah, it's everything. So it's every, uh, the what is it? The, How many of them are there, Carlos? Read them through. Let's oh, hold on. So, we got Kingdom Hearts. We got Chain of Memories. We got Kingdom Hearts Two. We got Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Oh my god! Uh, three hundred sixty-five to three hundred sixty-five over two. Uh, shit. Uh, Dream three. Drop Distance. Then three. I'm at seven. I'm sure there's uh, a couple. Guess, more. Uh, I think there's coded. There's yes. like another one. So yes. eight. So awful eight Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, you get a deal there. On, uh, <laughs> well, that's how many of them are just like sh- like one hour, like one level? Are they like some of them really short? Well, that's like the mobile mm-hmm. ones, and like oh, the mobile th- ones. Okay, yeah, three D is just like a rehash of like all the old levels. The <laughs> thing is, though, uh, it looks like some of them are being sold separately because they're being charged full price. Oh boy! So like Kingdom Hearts three is coming in at like sixty dollars. It's like. <laughs> so yeah yeah that's that's crazy it's it's nice to see it on pc honestly i'm sure plenty of people wanted to see it on pc uh i'm excited to see it on pc but uh i, I didn't really think epic game store exclusives are still a thing you know i think the last time it was just like eh, about it was maybe shenmue 3 but maybe i'm just remembering wrong i think it was borderlands 3 maybe uh, was it? I feel like that or was Metro a Metro Exodus. Oh uh, yeah, I, you I, might be right. It might be Metro. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't happened in a while, so makes me wonder if like uh, remake is going to be Epic's Game Store exclusive now. Hmm, it's possible. Yeah, maybe. Um, we also got uh, Axiom Verge coming to PC as a Epic Game Store exclusive. The first one um, or the second one? 
the second one. Uh, okay, Verge yeah, I was going to say Axiom yes. Verge is on Steam, I thought. Yes, and okay, uh, still still no release date for that one. Um, hopefully yeah. sometime this year. Um, Shouts out to Tom Happ. We're working hard. We're diligently working on Axiom Verge. Shout out. Um, did you guys play the original? I did not. I played it a little when it was free on the Epic Game Store, but I didn't really get into it. Okay. Yeah, that's a really cool game. Um, definitely looking forward to the sequel. And it, um, it's cool. Um, from what they've shown of this, the sequel, it looks like he's uh, taking a bit of a different approach to the game and switching it up. It doesn't look like a traditional um, sequel. So cool. that's pretty cool. And uh, just to close out the news this week, we got uh, news that uh, Six Days in Fallujah is uh, re-emerging and coming back after yeah. um, 11 years. Wow. And uh, this is a game <laughs> that uh, was announced, yeah, 11 years ago. Uh, it's a game based on um, real conflict in um, Iraq, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, just the goal of the game is supposed to present a uh, realistic uh, military experience. Um, they're working with uh, combatants who are on that battlefield and also civilians who are um, involved in that uh, those battles. So, um, yeah, I for, for whatever reason, it's coming back now. Uh, Derek, you seem like you have some, some thoughts I, on it. Yeah, I, I just was reading some stuff about it, and it just seems, um, you know... For all this stuff they're talking about, uh, the devs talking about wanting to be, you know, um, this kind of documentary style, I guess, part documentary, part game. Um, it seems incredibly like one-sided. Um, they kind of leave out the horror of the war. I don't want it to just be, just uh, you know, how they make some of these games about um, they they just kind of glorify war. I feel like. Um, it just like I didn't know. You said they they might have some of the civilians actually um, in this game too. I'm not even sure. Yeah, from what that. I read, they're working yeah. with. Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, it sounds like they're trying to show the horrors of war in this game. From what right. I've read, um, so I don't know. Yeah, the last, I don't know. Last, I'm just, uh, the, 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 I guess game. But the, my <laughs> thoughts is I'm just I'm just a little bit skeptical of it. I don't know. Sure. It, you know, they, we'll see how it turns out, but. I'm just not sure that it should have been brought back. I still think it's still, even 11 years later, it's still a controversial kind of thing. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let me ask you this, though. I mean, are you okay with Call of Duty games? Yeah, but Call of Duty is, it's not based on anything real, though. Like, yeah, but it's just sensationalizing war and glorifying war. True. It's, I don't, you know. And, yeah, uh, no, it's, here, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, in here, there sounds like... What I gather is that they're they're trying to present a more realistic version of war. Okay, one that's not all Kevin Spacey. And, uh, <laughs> Press F for yeah, pay respects and stuff. Yeah, yeah. what's um, Odin? But, um, I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't be interested in the game either way. It's just not not the type of game that I I would play. I just think um, the people were talking about like, oh, they they should show the war crimes that Americans did or something. I don't want to get into all, like politics and stuff, but um, you know, um, um, yeah. I mean, actually, I just think the, it still could be questionable and you know cause cause a stir. Sure. I mean, um, uh, I mean, the last war game that I got into was. Uh, Spec Ops: The Line, oh my God. which was um, yeah, it's I true. love that, that game. That's a great game. Sure, but I mean uh, that they explore some similar similar uh, concepts in that game, right? White phosphorus. They, 
<laughs> yeah, just uh, that was a, uh, you know, very gruesome, terrible yeah. scene. And uh, I mean, that, that game's not trying to glorify war either. It's uh, presenting war in a very bad light. And, yeah, uh, no, I thought absolutely. that I thought that game was interesting because of that. Yeah, um, well, that that's partly what I was. Um, they talk about white phosphorus actually. Um, that how they used it in Fallujah too. Um, again, you know, to clear out every building. Um, you know, and right. it's like, well, the game mentioned that probably not. You know, because that makes us look kind of bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't you know. know. I mean, I, I think. Um, yeah, I, I understand your skepticism, but yeah. uh, from again, from what I gather, I think they would mention. Hopefully, like yeah. I, I, think, I that's what I, yeah. I just wanted to not, uh, you know, gloss over these these things. I just wanted to really, you know, not hide it. So hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, you know, it tells the true story because it does look cool. I saw the trailer. I was immediately interested in it. Um, if they're going with these like interviews, probably between missions or something, I guess, um, which seemed pretty cool. Um, yeah, we'll see. It feels like a. Is this something you'll pick up? You think, Tom? Sorry, Me? Sorry, I no, mean, it's okay. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah I don't know. We'll see. I, I want to. I just want to see what what comes of it first before yeah. I make that decision. What are you saying, Carl? Sorry, before you cut, cut yeah. you off. I feel like to me, it's like it's a product of its own era. I think as controversial as it would have been eleven years ago, it would have been a lot more accepted eleven years ago compared to today. It's 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 one of those things where I feel like. Uh, I can't name a movie for exactly, but like, you know how they work on projects for years and years, they sit on it and they're like, all right, we need to get something back on it. And so they just kind of release it way past where it would have been acceptable. That's kind of where I feel like with this game, like I'm not confident it can make a real critique about war at all. Like I remember yeah, people like, talking about yeah. it years ago about it, even now, but I think our internet culture and like the way people are about war nowadays, it's just like, it doesn't stand a chance. Even if it was good, it, it wouldn't stand That's a chance. That's what I mean. It's already like people, yeah. Yeah. People okay. have a negative opinion about that entire already, time yeah, frame. Exactly. So it's like, it could yeah. be interesting. Uh, I'm with Tom. It's, it was never a game I was ever going to pick up. But like read about it and like I was just so it, but... fucking surprised that I was, they were like, and it's coming back. Like I could not even believe it. Um, yeah, it seems like the most really random thing. It. Like they it's decided very random. Yeah, yeah. I think they well, realized like, hey, we can just upscale this and sell it really quick. So it's the same. I feel like the guy attached to it had was attached to it back eleven years ago too. Who's and the uh, developer? I I forget. I don't know offhand. Mm. Um. Well, apparently at some point, um, like there was news, like way back 11 years ago, there was news that the game was finished um, back yeah. then. And so they were sitting on it to some degree. And maybe there's just, um, you know, enough time has passed since the actual conflict. Yeah. Um, you know, because maybe it was just too soon at the time. I don't know. I think so, uh, yeah. That w that's why they dropped it, because they were like, uh, right. getting a, we're getting a lot of black backlash over this. For maybe not properly respecting the people who are really involved in this. So anyway, I'm I'm more optimistic. I'm more open-minded to it than uh, yeah. Than I, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. All right, and uh, that's it for news. Cool, nice. So we're uh, just gonna take a quick break and uh, and uh, yeah, take a quick break. That's it. Break time.
<laughs> and we're back. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, what we've been playing this past week. And uh, Derek, what you what you been playing this week? So still playing some Yakuza. Uh, I'm up to chapter two now. I'm just trying to. I'm kind of still playing it. Um, but I don't know. It's starting to really kind of pick up now. It's getting more open. Um, I really like Ichiban. I think he is a great character. Um, kind of the way that he is just so subservient to the Yakuza in it is really kind of funny in a way, I think. Um, yeah, so, you know, actually I was, I wanted to say one of the scenes in it was, uh, really, really cool. The jail scene, I think was, uh, really well done where he just goes in there and they kind of just beat the shit out of him, but he, no, he beats the shit out of them though, I think, right? Um, but now yeah. Now ringing a bell. <laughs> right in the beginning when he goes to jail. Okay. Uh, Alright. Yeah, so I actually really like I'm liking the combat though. Um I feel like it's really like quick and snappy. It almost feels like more relaxing kind of, um, than just the button mashing that I would do and like the other ones. Um Yeah, so I'm up to the part where uh I just met that homeless dude. Um and I think that's it. I'm right there. So I got two party members right now. Um, pretty fun game, though. Uh, looking forward to playing a little bit more of it. Uh, hopefully. Did you try the uh, can collecting minigame? Yeah, there? I did the can collecting minigame. That was fun. Um, you know, I just love how those games have all those sorts of different minigames and stuff. And I'm sure, like you said, it has a couple of competent, uh, competent really, like, uh, well done kind of minigames in it. Um, yeah, that was another one where as soon as I was introduced to it, I just stopped everything. I'm like, all right, I gotta Sorry, be a can collector. I gotta king. be, yeah, I gotta be really good at it. Um, yeah. Usually, what I do too is I always like go in to see what kind of arcade games they have in it. I always like stop by like the Sega Lounge or whatever. It's usually it just the same ones, right? Yeah, I think it's just Virtual Fighter again was the one I was at. Um, yeah. Fighter Two with Virtual Fighter Five. Didn't have Puyo Puyo in there. In that one, I was kind of disappointed. That's a fun game. You know, they got uh, Outrun. Um, Outrun, Space Harrier. Um, another one I'm getting, but... I forget oh, I... um, which Yakuza it was, but uh, I think it might have been the 6. But it was like... Um, There's like Virtua Fighter in the arcade, and that was like the only... That game didn't even release on the PS3. So the only way you could play Virtua Fighter on the PS3 was... In a Yakuza arcade. That's, so <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's still a good game. I mean, I still had fun with it when I was playing with it. Um, yeah, I wish more games would do that. I don't know how they would do that. Or games that have these huge back libraries of games. Or I don't know how they would do that. But I just think it's cool that they're able to uh, put these like kind of retro games in there. So I always kind of spend a little time. I almost spent all my money after I got out of jail. Uh, just playing video games in there, so, um, yeah, so I'm gonna keep playing that, I know I'm, like, not really too far in it, so, I mean, not much, not too much to say, or too much of an opinion to give on it yet, definitely dig in the turn-based stuff, I don't know if they'll continue with it for the next one, but, like, I'm kind of hoping they stick with it, and, uh, you know, maybe, I guess, refine it a little bit, um, I think it'd be cool if they just, um, branch that off. 
And, you know, yeah. every every other year we get a turn based one, and then we then we get a brawler. Yeah, that would be uh, really interesting. Yeah. Just all of on. the uh, all of the Ichiban games could be turn based. Yeah, I yeah. like I like the the fact that they weren't afraid to switch it up, and they did it well. Um, you know, definitely cool. Um, after that, I uh, played some Neo Two Remaster. I uh, started the the DLC that I haven't played yet, uh, so I started with. Um, Darkness in the Capital. Um, you know, these DLCs, they're not too long, which is cool. They're like little short stories um, with uh, just like a handful of missions. Um, the first one was really good. Uh, the Tengu, Ten- Tengu Dis- Disciple, I think it was. Yes. Um, that was fun. Um, you know, it kind of gives you more of the spirit animals to kind of play around with. And, um, you know kind of uh, deck out your build in different ways, and uh, combat is still fucking awesome. Uh, super addicting. Once I start playing that game, like, I don't know how it's that addicting, but I just, I love it. Um, you know, I can sink a couple hours into that without even really noticing. Um, yeah, DLC is pretty good. I still have the one more left to do that I'm going to do. Uh, looks great in 4K. Um I'm running on that performance mode. I like the 60 frames as opposed to just the native 4K, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, still going with the uh, the Odachi builds. Uh, I kind of want to try out the fists. Look pretty cool. Um, I don't know if you gave those a shot, Tom. That's the one thing I don't do in Neo is like uh, you know mess around too much with the other weapons. Okay. Yeah, um, I just. I... I feel like I have to just to switch it up a little bit, but like yeah, I always I, revert right back to. I just I feel like if once I start jumping around, like I'll never be able to, to decide on a weapon. <laughs> there's so many, yeah. So yeah, I'm just uh, weapons in that game. I'm sword and spear. Sword and spear, okay. <laughs> All the yeah. way. I do Odachi and spear, and yeah, I just okay. always I always revert back to it. Um, it's like um, even like uh, in a game like Bloodborne, you start off with the the cleaver. And yeah. I was just cle- cleaver all the way. Like cleaver I don't all the way. <laughs> Once I yeah, start trying I out I the stuck, other weapons, I stuck uh, with that, yeah. the axe or one of the main the beginning weapons in Bloodborne too. And I was just like, yeah, this is good enough. I'll just upgrade this, and that's this is fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um, I'm eager to get to the last. Did you play all the DLCs? I didn't even. No, I'm still in the beginning of the third one. The third one, okay. Yeah, yeah, the first samurai. I like how it's working backwards. It's kind of like the second one was the high end period, and then I think the first one is even further back um, to another, yeah. another period, um, which is pretty cool. Um, it gives you kind of a little history lesson on Japan, albeit a little bit mythical. Uh, not a little bit, definitely very. Yeah, I think um, because of what they did in these DLCs, though, made it more apparent that there wasn't going to be a three because yeah it's like where else can you possibly go yeah exactly you know? and maybe i think we did we covered it in, in the podcast too he was like yeah i think that's pretty much the end of the road for neo uh, we're going to try and do something else um yeah unless they want to go off script and, and not have it based so uh you know tightly on actual japanese history you know True. Yeah, and then just do kind of their own riff on it or something, or make up some characters. Just make yeah. it a totally fictional story, yep. just with the uh, the medieval Japan aesthetic. Yeah, um, great game still. Um, you know, I love it. Uh, probably play that more this week, too. Just sink some more hours into that, uh, finish up the last DLC and stuff. Um, 
and those are the two big ones that I've been playing this week. And then I just tried out, uh, they've released a demo for that triangle strategy game, uh, working title. Um, so they claim, they claim it's a working title. They claim it's a working title, but what happens? All signs point to actual title. (laughs) Actual title. (laughs) It's the same studio, right? So it's like yes. Yes. <laughs> they might this might be their thing, like or they just call this game like working title or something. I don't know. You should have just called it um, Octopath like tactics and just called Octopath it a day. Tactics. Yeah. Um so I just or Final really, Fantasy Tactics. I think yeah. just did. <laughs> Why? Come on, Square Enix. You can do it. Um yeah, pretty cool. Um, like I said, not really uh, you know. I never really played Final Fantasy Tactics, so I can't really speak to that. I just read stuff that says it's this is what it's a spiritual successor, you know, and I, I go with it. So um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's tile based uh, strategy, turn based gameplay. Um, you know, pretty cool, pretty fun. Uh, you know, I'm not very good at these tactical games, really. Um, I kind of just like. I just kind of like force it. I feel like sometimes. I don't know if you guys are a little bit better at it, just from playing tactics. Um, I think it's probably my favorite genre of video game, but yeah. I just don't get to play it that often because they don't make a lot of these games. Yeah. So. I don't know if you want to go from there, Carl. I can't even like begin because you have more of a background with it. So I mean, you played it too. So yeah. What did you think of it? I definitely like it. Uh, the you know Final Fantasy Tactics inspirations like right there front and center it's like extremely obvious with just like the plot even if the gameplay wasn't there but the gameplay is right there following suit uh it's been a while since i played the original final fantasy tactics but uh i I do like certain mechanics like the um getting like that extra hit if you're next to another unit so if like you punch a guy in the back and like someone's sitting in front of them you know you both get an extra hit so there's a very easy way to just kind of like position everyone to get those extra hits uh i like the idea with like um elevation doing more damage so if you have like your archer sitting on a you know a tower or whatever you're doing more damage to everyone around you and you know like uh, i don't know how in-depth it's going to end up being uh combat wise but like my you know in that first area where you're trying to get to the bridge you know like your one magic guy can cast like ice walls so, yes. Yeah. I did use that strategy where the reinforcements were coming up the bridge, yep. and I used him to just cast an ice wall right away and kind of slowed him down a little bit. Exactly. So I, I I like that. There's definitely a lot of ways to approach it. I like that. I lost a couple units in that first chapter, but I did too. I, I maybe I'm just too used to fire emblem, but it's nice to just have someone die and not feel like. Well, shit, I gotta go start all over again. Yeah, I gotta reload that save or something. Yeah, so it's nice to not feel like I have to go through a perfect run. I'm sure there might be, like, a scoring system where, like, oh, you got more money or you got more of this for saving everyone, but it feels nice to, like, just not accidentally fuck up and have to start all over again. So Now, in, in Fire Emblem, do you have an opportunity to revive characters? Not in normal mode. I think you can in okay. casual, but if you do it just a regular run, if someone dies, you can keep playing. There's nothing that stops you from keep you know continuing the story and continuing everything. It's just that that guy's dead. 
that guy is dead. Yeah, for good. Perfect death. Yeah. It's like okay. it's brought up in the story, and it just the game just got a lot harder if he's a good guy. So it's just like that's what I mean. Fire Emblem feels like Hitman, where you want to get that perfect run. I, I yeah, I don't think there's ever been a time where you could just kind of like save someone unless it was someone who was going to leave the party anyways. But yeah, I'm too. Yeah, I think um, I'm too used I to that. Prefer how tactics does it? Where tactics does have permadeath, but you do have an opportunity to revive them within three turns. Yeah. And, uh, so okay. At least in yeah, this demo, it didn't, it didn't pop up where it's like, oh, he's gone for good unless you do this and that. But yeah, I didn't get that impression either. It just they kind of uh, blow away into dust. Yeah. But there's no like you lost this party member or something. You know? Yeah, I, I think it's because it's mid game. I think it could transform into that. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe if they die a certain amount of times. I don't know. Yeah. Or it, it could be like a story thing because they said, uh, you know, outside of the combat, you know, you have this exploration level where you can like look at items, talk to your party, and saying the right or wrong thing to a party member could change what their outcome is. So uh, there might be something like that in the game. Okay. So it might be well, the focus might be more your bonds and less your, you know, actual. Uh, combat skills what was the thing with the cards too did you see that um i, I didn't see, get a chance to check out that yeah i saw it popped up too like i assume it's like a summon but i didn't know how to use it so i just i, I yeah, kept going like, there was a button for secret weapons too i didn't really go too far into that either yeah i don't know how long the actual demo is so maybe it like it gets explored more but it's just did you finish that level? You fin- You got to the boat and stuff? Yeah, so I got to the boat. Okay. I started sort of the next level because there's, like, that side area where you can, like, look at, you know, the green Yeah, level. I was going to say there's two green levels and one red level, which is two side stories. I think one main mission. Yeah, so, like, in the green level, I, I recruited a medic. So I guess he just okay. got added to my story. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I dig this, the, the visual style, too, like we were saying before. I like it, how it looks like kind of a miniature. Like, it, it blends the old sprite work of, like, the kind of the characters with the 3D well. Yeah. Um, I like, I don't know, that's, that style is pretty appealing. I forgot who brought it up. It might have been Chris, because I think Octopath has, like, actual, like, dioramas or models that they scanned in. No, nah, that was the other one we were talking about the other time. Oh, okay. The one yeah, that was uh, a Fantasian. Uh, Fantasian, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I agree. It, it looks really good. I like it. Uh, outside of, like, the demo, uh, I was going to play Yakuza 0, and then I got sucked into Hades instead. I like Hades a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, you texted me, you're like, yo, I'm loving this game. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's good. Like, I don't really play roguelikes, like, at all. Like, the idea of having to, like, die and regrind. Same, same. Dying and regrinding just doesn't sound like a lot of fun to me, but, like, I got into it. Like, the story's interesting, you know, like, the whole thing with Zagreus and his dad, Hades. Um, it doesn't really feel that punishing, if only because the game just tells you, hey, you're not going to get to this point at this point anyway so don't worry about it i feel like other games just force you into it where it's like well you got to get good son here it's like no just keep going and grinding and get better and unlock levels or whatever uh it's this is a really shitty connection but it reminds me of dead rising where you die you got your like skill points do it again and you got better but it's fun i like the levels uh i like the combat I feel the combat like, is like so good. It's so perfect. I yeah. don't know. It just feels very. It feels awesome too. 
I agree. Like, uh, I guess I kind of feel like it'd be cool if you could switch weapons on the fly, but that probably makes yeah. the game broken. I think that defeats the purpose of it. It's supposed to be just like, what weapon do you want for this run? Yeah. yeah. It, because it's a roguelike, I feel like it's the kind of game that needs to be like fast paced. It's just like blah, 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 blah. Like, so like, I don't really like using the arrow because it just slows down everything for me. I feel like I had really good runs with the arrow sometimes. Uh, just because it's ranged and I can just sit back and kind yeah. of just keep keep doing it. It's it's not bad. Like it's definitely helped me in certain points. I feel like because uh the best buffs are usually for your dash. You just wanna yeah. like you just wanna like run circles around someone and do damage. Uh, yeah. But it's fun. I like how it plays, I like how it rewards the player, I like how it just doesn't like beat you down for dying, which is great. Uh, the bosses are fun. Like I've taken out Megara, um, the Hydra. I've got to Theseus. I think that's his name, and the Minotaur. Okay, yeah, the, in uh, Elysium. Yeah, they compare. They're tough. Yeah, They're tough, man. They compared it to those guys from uh, Dark Souls. What are their name? Um, I forget. Lightning guy and the other guy, uh, something in Ornstein and Smoke. Yeah, there you go. Ornstein Smoke. So. I don't know that I would call them as hard as those guys because I've seen videos for that and that sounds really hard. <laughs> but the way they fight together, the way they do damage together, the way they kind of just wreck your shit, I get it. And yeah, they did a lot of damage to me. I think that's what's good about this game. It's just that it encourages you to just keep trying different methods. So, keep trying, keep experimenting with the different perks, right? Yeah, because like, you, know, you start a level and like there's a 20% buff of darkness or something with one of your weapons and I, i'm assuming is that does that get you more darkness or do more damage i, I couldn't figure that out which one was that that was one of the uh, perks in the mirror you're no, talking about oh no no well like as soon as you start a level so like when you talk to that skeleton guy and before you step into tartarus they're like your weapons are around you one of them's glowing in darkness and has like plus 20 percent. i'm assuming yeah that no get, more damage uh i think it just gives you more um darkness energy more darkness or something like that to because what is the tier right isn't that the darkness one yeah because i know later on it gives you more of that like 20 percent more of that okay source yeah all right but i I mean i like that that where it encourages you to use one more weapon you have the blessings from the gods which are pretty dope Uh, yeah i'm not at the point where you can mix and match them or whatever but anytime i see a god now it's just like i want to make a beeline for him it's like what's that Dionys, the wine guy. It's like you got the wine the, guy. The, yeah, yeah, you got this Dionysus. dope dash. Yeah, so I like it. It's it's a lot of great ways to play. Uh, I like the randomization. I like that it just doesn't like beat down the players. Just like hey, try again, which is nice. You know, it's not so much a get good mentality. It's just like you're getting better kind of mentality. And it's fun. I know the ending is weird because you have to beat the game a couple Most of times. Of times, yeah. yeah. But that's fine. I, it's, I made it to the, le- the last level one time, um, and he's he's tough. Uh, you know, obviously you fight Hades at the end. Yeah, but um, yeah, he was he was really tough. Um, I just like my favorite part is just you get into the routine of like you die, you come back, you talk to people, like you get a little bit more of the story. Um, the writing is like really good and witty, and you know it's not really too cheesy at all. Um, you, you go out, you set up what kind of, uh, you know, loadout you want, and you try a different method, maybe. And uh, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and then you just repeat. And, I don't know, it never really it never really gets old because the combat is so good and so uh, fun. 
you don't you don't really get bored of it, you know. Yeah. You just kind of want to try different methods of uh, going at it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. If I had to like summarize it in a quick way, there's no right way to beat this game. Not no. like that. If you want to experiment with one weapon, one build, that's fine. What have you been using? Uh, what's, what is, what's your best run? I'd like, say the spear. It's the just, spear. Yeah, okay. yeah. It has good reach, uh, fast attack. Uh, the spin, I don't really like that much, but I think the spear and maybe the shield as a second. Just the shield's nice. Yeah. I use the shield a lot, too. I think anything um, that lets me deflect is just what really helps me in these runs. It does. It'll help you in that Theseus fight, too. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, if you use the shield, because you can block. So, I mean, yeah, pro tip right there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that should help it's, um, I've died like three times since that fight, so hopefully I'll get there again. <laughs> you'll be there. Yeah, trust me. Because <laughs> sometimes you just have those shitty runs, right, where you're like, oh, man, I'm not going anywhere with yeah. this one. I don't know why, or you just kind of want to just, uh, just, just kind of die to an enemy and start over. Yeah. And Still then, waiting on the uh, PS5 version of that one. It's coming. Yeah. It's gonna be coming. I don't know what's up. It's, it's been taking a, while, a long time though. <laughs> yeah. Do we yeah. look? Uh, going back into it, is there any indie games that have like a PS5 upgrade? I don't, I, don't, so. I don't think so. Yeah. But I mean, I I would take a PS4 version. I guess no, no, yeah, I could I play anything, anything, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> take we, anything at this point. Yeah, because all we got today was the physical release for Switch, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah during yes. the direct, it, it is kind of weird that they haven't popped up on everything else. Uh, maybe they have a Nintendo exclusivity deal, but I think people are usually upfront about that. So yeah, I mean that could be a case, but uh, that'll be soon. Yeah. I, it just it feels stupid for them not to do that yet. I have a feeling that's going to be a Game Pass thing. Everything I hear about yeah. this game sounds sounds like I would really dig it. And, yeah, I uh, think it, it, you would definitely like yeah. it. But uh, yeah, still got to keep waiting, I guess. Yeah, I'll say that much, Derek. You're right. I, I'm kind of surprised it's not a Game Pass thing because like they've they've done well like, on Steam and everything. It feels else, so. it's perfect for Game Pass, though. Yeah, that's. You know, hey, we got eighties now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's gotta be, gotta be soon, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I sound like a broken record, but definitely. You gotta believe. Gotta believe. Gotta be patient. Um, I guess we just kind of segued into what you've been playing, Carlos. <laughs> if you yeah. want to keep going. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Other than that, uh, I didn't really have much, if I'm being honest. I downloaded Bully again, uh, started again. I like Bully as a nice. game. I'm not deep enough to just go into it, but like if you guys Excellent played, game. yeah, if you guys played Bully on PS2, you know what I'm talking about because it's fun. It's a nice little break from the GTA formula. I, funny I like game. I like Jimmy. He's he's a funny guy. I, I, w- I wouldn't say it's like my high school life because this takes place in like what the 60s, 70s, or some shit. But, no, I mean this is a it's contemporary, but it's just a it's a boarding school yeah. in New England. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those games like I'm just disappointed they just haven't made a bully too. It's like, come on, you know this game didn't yeah. go. There's no Jack Thompson anymore. You could do whatever you want with this game. <laughs> well, there's all those uh, stories about uh, apparently there was a bully two in development and they're canceled. And uh, apparently, it sounds like. Development on Bully Two has started multiple times and has been canceled multiple times. So random. Yeah, so, that's that's a shame. Not enough shot yeah. cards. Yeah, I love <laughs> exactly. that game. Though. That's that's exactly the type of game I'm talking about. When, yeah. I'm, when I was talking last last week, where um, you know that GTA PS2 era GTA that I would really like, 
to see more of just yeah. open, small, smaller, condensed open worlds yeah. with a lot going on. Um, and I, I love the uh, the changing of the seasons in that game. It's just it's really it's just a really cool touch. You get you know you get called into the uh, the principal's office during Christmas and you get like a gift <laughs> from your, your parents. <laughs> you go into town and it's all there's snow everywhere and you're. You're beefing with the greasers, and you're riding around, and you know. I agree. It's, it's that fun. game's awesome. It's a good game. Yeah, I, got yeah, it. I love that. I just yeah, and there's a uh, you know big Halloween mission, of course. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a great game. Nice. Can't say enough good things about it. Yeah. Yes. I love the soundtrack for that game too. That's another thing. The original soundtrack for that game is great. I remember. Like, I'll, get, I'll take that on vinyl. Yeah. I'll get the vinyl for the, the bully soundtrack. I'd buy that. It's out there somewhere, probably. I'd buy no. that. No, I don't. Actually, <laughs> I feel like there's someone who makes like custom vinyl presses. That's got to be a thing somewhere, right? Probably. Know. How would you get? Do they sell that soundtrack on like anywhere? Spotify, maybe. I, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Great sound. Now have the bully soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. We only do Red Dead Redemption here, sir. <laughs> All right, and I mean, I guess that's all I got for games. Uh, Hades cool. kind of took up my time, and then just the demo was new. Uh, what about you, Tom? Uh, what have I been playing? I've uh, finished uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Woo! Nice. So, got that. Got that done. Um, Sick twist at the end. Do you feel like a dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was a little disappointed because I thought this was going to be the first Yakuza game that I platinum. And so after you beat the game, uh, you go back and there's like, okay, Final Dungeon, here's a harder version of the Final Dungeon. Have at it. I was like, okay, whatever, like, I'll, I'll, I'll see what's up. And, uh, you know, it's tough. I got through to the end and I beat it and I was like, all right, great, cool. Like, I'm well on my way to the Platinum. Like, let's do it. And, um, but now, like, when you beat the hard version of this dungeon, they're like, hey, there's actually an extra hard version of this dungeon. Ah, you gotta do too. Nah. <laughs> and in order to even attempt this dungeon, you need to be level 99, maxed out on everything. And for some context, like, I beat the game at level 60, and I beat the hard version of this dungeon at 65. So in order for me to even attempt this dungeon... It, it would take like 15 hours of grinding, uh, and I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think I have that in me. I think uh, time to move on to other games, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. Or if, if I do do it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna brute force it. I might, uh, you know, play, you know, 20 minutes here or there. Maybe by the end of the year, I'll up a, a like yeah, a dragon yeah. platinum. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not going hard on it. Yeah, don't bur- you like burn yourself out doing that? You know, like, yeah. Now I actually hate this game or something. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, yeah I've done pretty much everything else to do, and uh, yeah, definitely a, a Hall of Fame game for me. So yeah, all right, nice. I also uh, also uh, finished uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, did you I use did... the internet for help? I absolutely did. Uh, <laughs> all right, I did too. I had Listen. to. So I mean, I, don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I got, um, I think you know, I got like there's three or four chapters to this game. There's three chapters and then like an epilogue. I got like halfway through the second chapter before I 
It's like, okay, like I like this game, but I don't have the patience to, you know, try to figure out these riddles. And um, so they yeah. were tough too. And then like you're like reading it right, you're like, how the fuck could anybody figure this shit out? Right? Yeah, well, I mean, I can <laughs> see like I, all right, I would have eventually figured this out, but eventually, it would have taken but it would hours. Take, yeah, a long time. <laughs> yeah, like right? that. And so uh, yeah, started using a guide, and uh, that that is a very quick game if you're using a guide. Like I'm sure yeah. the speed runs for this game are like under 20 minutes. Yeah, because it's, it's literally like okay, go to this web page, report this, report this. Go to this webpage. Check your email. Here's where you go next. Report this. Bam, bam, bam. Game over. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, definitely, it's a really cool little game. And uh, Derek, you were right. There is definitely uh, a story there. Yep. A bit of a story. Um, kind of a sad, sad story. Yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, it gets a little dark, and then it's it is a sadder story at, at the end. Um, yeah, it is, it is definitely a little dark. Um, but yeah. Just a really unique, cool game. Yeah. Um, definitely worth checking out. Free on Game Pass. Absolutely. Definitely even, though, even if you have to try and, like, like what you did, like, just, you know, what you and me did, we had to check online and stuff. I mean, it's still just the way it unfolds and, like, the way you see the yeah. uh, the puzzles is really cool. I would say definitely uh, approach it without a guide. And yeah, if yeah, you no, find totally. yourself totally. enjoying Absolutely. it and, you know, it's not frustrating it, you and you're making progress, then stick with it. But uh, if you do get to that point, I think it is worth, um, you know, just seeing it to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth seeing just the end of the game and just seeing what they've done with the game and all the working parts that went into it and uh, just to appreciate what they did. And, uh, yeah, definitely a cool game. Agreed. And uh, Cyber Shadow. um, Sort of (laughs) played some more Cyber Shadow. Um, More elevator levels? uh, No, no. Um, So I did get past the part that I was stuck at um, and it was it was one of those things where you put the game down and you come back to it and you beat it on like the you second try it. After. Yeah. yeah, I don't know the science behind that but that definitely happens a lot <laughs> um, absolutely yeah but I mean man the, the thing with this game though or you know I get to a spot where I'm dying 50 60 times in a row and then I, I you know I do finally overcome it and then it's like okay great I got past that part that was hard now let's get some momentum going. Let's uh, you know, let's go back to having fun with this game. And there's just no let up in this game at all. <laughs> like you get to a part and you're like, okay, like I'm, I, you feel like, all right, well I got I got past the hard part, right? So now I can we can just uh, put it on cruise control a little bit and just have fun and just you know slash and run around and <laughs> but nah, every single screen of that game is its own challenge. It's ridiculous. That's it's weird. ridiculous. Yeah. Like. Um, so after after the part that I was stuck at, there's boss fight. The boss fights really aren't that hard. They're they take a couple tries. They have you figure out the pattern. You beat the boss. And you move on. It's it's just the platforming segments that are just ridiculous. And there's just um, you know one hit kill spikes everywhere. You get knocked back into those things all the time. Um, yeah. So I I have officially tapped out of Cyber Shadow. Um, I'm oh. done. Done. You gotta t- do the tap out on the show. Just tap out, man. Uh, maybe there's some. <laughs> I'm yeah, ringing the bell. I'm something. throwing the flag at you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sure that if I stuck with it, I would eventually beat it. But there's no way it would have been worth it. There's it no way. Burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I'm getting stuck every other screen, and it's taking me literally like 30, 40 tries. And so Ouch. I just, Ooh. I just can't. I gotta. I'm done. I got like halfway through chapter. Carlos' face is like, well, I'm, I'm awesome at this game, so you know. Good for you, Carlos. <laughs> Good for you. Let me have this, jeez. Chris, beat it, guys. Come on. Yeah. I don't give a shit what Chris did. If Chris can beat it, you can beat it. I'm disappointed in you. How dare you? Did you finish it, Carlos, or no? No, I did finish it, too. Okay. Yeah, I think I took longer than Chris, but yeah, I beat it, too. The only other thing I'll... You you found the same thing, right? It was extremely difficult. Yeah, I mean, I I 100% agree with Tom. Uh, The bosses are whatever. Maybe the final boss is definitely tough because his pattern isn't as predictable, and he's technically, like, three fights in a row. Uh, but I know exactly where you are. That shit is bullshit. At the same time, the checkpoints are just too stretched out. It's just, there's, it requires you to just be fucking perfect for way too long. And it's just, yes. it's unbearable. Like, I, I could understand if it needs you to, you know, I don't know, do it for like, let's say two screens. Like, there's like this hard level, you gotta use your big brain think. You got to have good reflexes. That's fine. If you had to do it for two screens, it's perfectly fine because, you know, you have a quick retry. But I think it's more like six screens, maybe seven. There's a oh. there's a solid part if that if you do it perfect from point A to B, you know, last checkpoint to next checkpoint, it's probably like maybe one, maybe two minutes. But it's brutal just because this game just – I don't know. It just throws so much at you. It's just either – requires you to like stick your face in the monitor just to like make sure that you're paying attention and you know where everything's coming from or that you have that just perfect accuracy and i get where tom's frustration is coming from like i 100 percent understand where what you is just... this specific level that you're talking about? uh is it is it, it's like... the pink shurikens right or is it the one with the purple goop following you well that, that's what i re- initially got stuck at i got past it i'm on the chapter following that okay but uh that is the thing though there's like most of these segments if you mess up once you're just done yeah there's no way to recover back yeah. to this crazy checkpoint. there's no like okay i got hit a couple times but i'm still good and oh this enemy dropped some health so i'm good yeah like nah no, nobody's dropping health yeah. you're just dead <laughs> you're, gone. <laughs> you're gone and uh yeah, frustrating. And one other thing I'll mention, um, they, I got the last power, which is a sprint, okay? Yeah. You, you get the sprint, yep. and it says, oh, double tap left or right to sprint. I'm like, cool game, cool. I'm sprinting now. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> At the end of the um, game. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, okay, and so I'm sprinting, and then they immediately, like, okay, they're going to make you use the sprint, which makes sense. And, um, cause that's how they usually do it. You introduce a new mechanic and now you have to use that mechanic. And, um, yeah. And so I get to this very next screen right after getting this sprint. Uh, there's a couple of enemies, kill them. And I'm like, okay, the enemy's out of the way. There's a very long jump. Okay. I, I got a sprint now. Clearly I have to use this sprint and jump. Not <laughs> making this jump. I'm not making this jump, yeah. right? <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Um, I figure, okay, maybe I have to like latch on to the ledge of this platform, like you do in the game, you climb up the walls. And so I'm doing it over and over and over. Uh, well, there's one time where I like, I snatch this ledge for like an instant, and then the dude falls off. So I'm like, okay, I guess that is how you got to do it. I just didn't do it right. I didn't do it perfect. And I'm I'm on this fucking screen for like a half hour, just trying to jump from one platform to the next, and then I have to look it up. And oh, 
there's a dash attack. You sprint <laughs> in the air, God, and the, the game just does not tell you this. And I don't understand. I don't know. They You look in the description of the power. doesn't say anything about it. I, you press a pause button, you go into the controls. doesn't say Nothing. anything about this dash attack. Nothing. It would have been so easy to just be... To just say, left, left, right, right to dash. When you're in the air, hit attack, and you'll go flying across the screen. Would have been so easy to be like, oh, when you go to the dojo and you get this power. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm your ninja friend. I'm going to teach you how to use this ability. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> that really pissed me off. Yeah, it's um, funny when you brought it up. Uh, I hate the input for the sprint because it reminds me of the parry from Cyberpunk. You know how you have to do, like, like button button in order to like parry around something i feel like the sprint yeah. should just be like because in the actual control scheme it says sprint is rb which it isn't right and it's like i i hate having to press it twice because it's awkward it feels weird and it just doesn't feel sync but you're 100 percent right i think this game expects you to um like figure out the dash attack by so weird though. Yeah, they tell you how to do everything. I know, else. I know. You're you're hundred percent right. <laughs> they don't I, want you to sprint. It's the it expects you to just figure it out or just do it by mistake. So it's a, it, you're hundred percent right. Where it's just like I mean, I see the thought matter. process because on that screen there are enemies, right? Yeah. And so if you immediately start sprinting and you're in the air and you want to hit that enemy, you'll you'll do the dash. Yeah. And that's what they're banking on. But for me, I went in there and I took care of the enemies first. Because I'm a responsible boy. <laughs> and then the, the enemies are gone. Now I have time to sprint. I have room to sprint. And so there's no reason for me to be hitting attack. <laughs> so, I don't know. That frustrated me. But, yeah. And that's that's what happens in, you know, the next chapter is full of these segments where you have to do these dash attacks. And you have to do it perfectly. And that's, that's where I tapped out. So, yeah. Good game. It's a cool game. I like it. I'm done. <laughs> I, I played enough. You don't have to beat every game, right? You don't have to finish everything. No, no, <laughs> no. not at all. Okay, right. So yeah, shouts out to Mecha Skull and Yacht Club for that. <laughs> <laughs> for making you tap out. <laughs> yeah, good job, good job. Um, congrats, congrats. You did it. You got me. You got me. You don't right. do it, That's a box like badge. There, so it made Tom tap out. <laughs> <Do something. laughs> <laughs> and uh, the only other game I've been playing this week, uh, another Game Pass joint, um, Spirit Fair, which was a game that uh, a lot of people were talking about last year in their uh, Game of the Year conversations. And I uh, checked it out. And um, yeah, that's a neat little game. Um, you're kind of riding around. Uh, you got like a big boat, and they're uh, kind of building a little village on this boat and uh, recruiting spirits from these different islands and uh, I haven't uh, I know the game is about uh, you know spirits in there trying to put them to rest and they've got like final requests that they need to they want taken care of before they can uh, go to the other side and uh, I haven't gotten that far yet but uh, I don't know it's neat it's a chill game um, I don't know if I'm in the, the right mindset right now for a game this chill yeah, very, very chill. Very mellow. Very um, mellow game. Yeah, I am digging it. Um, Seems like it has something to say, though, which is cool. Yeah. About death or, you know, sure. purgatory. Yeah, I might put this down and come back to it, um, I don't know, when I'm more in the mood for this type of game, I guess. Um, I think I, I just want to 
just want to kill stuff right now. You know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So yeah, Spirit Bear, it's a cool game on Game Pass, and uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. Cool. And um, that's an episode. That's an episode, guys. Oh my god. Put that one in the books. All right, and uh, you can hit us up on our social media accounts. Got a Instagram at the Uncanny Valley. Follow us on there. We got the uh, Twitter, Uncanny V. Follow us on there. Uh, I did pose a question this week. Um, didn't get much of a response. So maybe uh, <laughs> I'll save that one for some other time. Uh, yeah, follow us on there. Uh, you listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Like us, leave a rating or a review, subscribe to us, do all that fun stuff. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Later. Peace out. See ya.